0: Welcome, you're listening to Sanseesh, where you'll find everything to do with spirituality, life lessons, holistic living, and medicine, to become your true self. We all have stories, journeys, experiences, and love. Here's your host, Aaron O'Dowd.
1: Hello and welcome, my name is Aaron O'Dowd and you're listening to Sunset. On today's show we have David Green, he was involved in business for a period of time and discovered the world of spirituality, meditation, and so on. And he also wrote the book called The Invisible Hand, where he talks about all his experiences from business to where he is at the moment, discovering Kriya Yoga, meditation, etc. Welcome to the show, David. Hi, Aaron. Hey, how you doing?
0: I'm good. How are you? It's a
1: pleasure to have you on the show.
0: Thank you, Aaron. Happy to be here.
1: Describe to us your story and how it all began.
0: Which part, Aaron, would you like to know?
1: You're a person that was in business and all that. How did you get from business to the area of spirituality or meditation?
0: Well, going backwards, uh, my father was an entrepreneur. So um, I saw him build a business. So it was easy to be inspired to want to go into business. And he told me that I could have whatever I want as long as I work for it. So
1: I believed him. And so that was really what helped me start a business
0: um, in my 20s.
1: Did you feel that the invisible hand was helping you um, prior to meeting uh, the 91-year-old master or knowing about spirituality?
0: Um, I, I, didn't really, I didn't really have time to think about it all. I just worked hard, played hard. Uh, and did, always did my best and I enjoyed uh, helping people in business and serving our clients and looking after my staff as well as I could. Um, and really what happened to me when I was 31 I had a back injury reoccur, and when this came about I was bent over and couldn't really stand up and was in severe pain. And a friend of mine who had been doing healing came over and he put his hand behind my back. He asked me did I want him to do some healing and I said I didn't believe in it. And he said, "Uh, "Okay, I'll do it for you anyway. And then the next morning I stood up straight. So I think the impact moment for me of thinking there's something else was at that moment.
1: Did you feel sceptic at that moment of time? I
0: suppose beforehand, possibly. But when that happened, it was an immediate effect when I stood up straight the next morning. I. I thought I bet I can do that and then I could feel heat and energy in my hands so it was an overnight experience. From that moment then I continued working but my life changed substantially, I learned how to meditate, I became vegetarian naturally, I stopped drinking alcohol, everything changed really very quickly.
1: You um, met a 91 year old master, Um, how did that, that come about and how did it change you?
0: This this same friend had been uh, running around India looking for a guru. When he arrived at one ashram, the the, the monk there said, "Your guru is in Miami." So um, my friend went there, and he then told me, "You would be interested to meet this master." So then I went to America, um, and I met this master.
1: Wow! And what was it like to meet him and to be in his presence? It was. It was a feeling of looking at someone
0: who knew me and I could feel the unconditional love pouring at me. So it was a beautiful experience. This master is called Paramahamsa Hariharananda. He's he's no longer alive, but um, he changed my life a lot.
1: In in what way?
0: He made me think, why am I here and what am I doing in the world? So this was the, the main change. Whereas probably like most people, I, I worked hard, enjoyed life, but he told me there's something else indirectly and directly and to contemplate on that and meditate more
1: why did you choose the invisible hand for the title of your book
0: i I chose the word invisible hand because some people associate god with religion Um, and so for me i called it the invisible hand And for me is some universal energy which is invisible uh, but then if we're more conscious, we can see it more visibly in other people.
1: After meeting Paramahansa, Harya Hernández, did you go back to work or did you feel that you were destined for um, monkhood or how did it, that go about?
0: No, I'm probably more de- <laughs> destined for monkeyhood rather than monkhood. <laughs> no, that's not for me. <laughs> um, I carried on working. Um, In fact he told me um, when I left I'd I'd met him over two weeks each day and he just said to me uh, to stay with my work and at that time I built the business but um, it wasn't going as quickly as I wanted and I I was considering going to do healing as a profession Um, but he encouraged me to stay with the work which I did.
1: In the book you mention about um, how stories of Paramahansa Hariharananda when you were hearing about them and reading it, reading them in your book, did I have appreciation for this guru or master more?
0: Well, when I was writing the book? Yes. When I wrote this book, which took four years to do, um, many events came into my head. I'd never kept a diary, but people came to me or lessons I'd learn and I suppose him and his successor, Paramahamsa Ananda, they've had a a profound influence on my life. But what I've learned the most is that they are very practical. So we may have an idea of what spiritual masters are like. um, But they're joyful, they're practical, they tell us to do our best, um, not to run away into the mountains to meditate. Um, So I think they're extremely practical. And so I, I accepted that because I'm a fairly practical and logical person. So for me what they were teaching or speaking about was uh, very easy for my mind to understand.
1: Are there particular parts of the book looking back that you would like to do better or would stay the same?
0: Well, <laughs> I, I suppose uh, like anything you can look back and change a few things. But overall I was very happy with what I did. I did the
1: best I could. And, Uh, hopefully some people enjoy reading it Ah, okay
0: You've read it, what would you change about it, Aaron?
1: I like the way it is it provides a mixture of business and spirituality I think, and meditation, I think we all have the idea of running to the Himalayas or to the waterfalls and stay there and become this person in robes but I do think there needs to be a marriage of material and spiritual
0: Yes, I agree with that. And th- this master told me that uh, there is no separation between materialism and spirituality. He said that everything is spiritual.
1: Yes, I humbly agree. If
0: you're not conscious of that, then it doesn't seem that way.
1: No, that's it.
0: Are you meditating, Aaron? Yes, I am. Do you meditate every day?
1: I do indeed. Good. And, and do you?
0: Absolutely. It's as important as eating and drinking for me.
1: How did it become a daily routine?
0: What, well, the, the meditation? Yes. Well, when I learned Kriya Yoga, uh, which is about 17 years ago, I was meditating before, but when I learned this practice, I practiced that every
1: day. Can you describe what the meditation brings to you every day Is a peace of mind, Is a calm? What, what feelings occur during the day?
0: Well, what I did when I worked is that I always did half an hour in the morning, no matter how early I got up. So that was the discipline involved, um, but we all managed to brush off our teeth or eat food. So once it becomes a habit, then you don't look back. Um, but it's what does meditation do? Some people describe it as a rescue remedy. I think of it more like a superfood for the mind.
1: Before you had met Kriya Yoga, were you a meat eater and a person who drank an odd glass of wine or describe a bit of your lifestyle before and after?
0: Before I had the healing experience, I would partake in far more than one glass of wine. <laughs> um, I would eat everything, and um, yeah, I enjoyed all of those things, but for, what happened for me is that all of this left me naturally. So it wasn't any effort, it just happened naturally, and there's nothing to stop me today or tomorrow if the desire came, and I fancied to have a glass of wine, then I would do it. So there's no there's no restrictive practice.
1: If you were looking back at your younger self, could you say, uh, what would you say to him? To change or not to do or do or kind of like what the master did to you? I
0: wouldn't change anything about my life Aaron. I don't regret anything in my life. Um, so we will have good and bad experiences in life but it creates what we are today. So, for me, I wouldn't change anything about
1: my life at all. Today, are you still in business, or are you...
0: I'm not in business. Uh, I sold uh, my business about eight years ago. Um, And nowadays, I write a little, I meditate a little, and hopefully you'll laugh a lot, Aaron. (laughs) 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 You're lost for words, Aaron.
1: (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Do you find the reading of scriptures or do you have like a daily routine where as part of the kriya yoga do you read spiritual books as well or is it just you feel it comes and goes
0: I'm, I'm not a person that reads the scriptures um i do sometimes glimpse of what some of these great gurus have written from india but i find that they're all saying the same which is encouraging of course uh, so i don't feel that i'm searching to read more and more But books sometimes come my way. I'm reading a beautiful book called Daughter of Fire by a lady called Irene Tweedy who was trained by a Sufi master. It is sometimes encouraging for us to read the experiences of others uh, and also to see sometimes how one guru gives advice, the same advice but uses different words. So this I'd like to
1: see. When you're Back injury occurred and your your friend gave you this treatment. Did you travel to Egypt and Tibet before meeting uh, Paramahansa Hariharananda or did it happen after?
0: Uh, that was before.
1: I see. And did it lead you up to this particular point in your own uh, experience and journey?
0: I suspect he brought us in before we get into any trouble there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if God existed And he told you, I am the invisible hand. What would you say back to him?
0: (laughs) Well, I think we, I think. (laughs) What would I say back to him? Well,
1: for me, the word God is the same as the invisible hand. So I don't think I'd be too surprised at it. Do you offer advice to your buddies or friends that aren't in the same level as you or do you just let it be or how do you get about it?
0: What, What I love about life is we meet different people all the time, don't we? So even you can find sitting next to someone on an airplane or on a bus or near a restaurant. Often I meet people who are thinking about meditation and they may ask about how to do it. And sometimes I even do it with them, even in a cafe. So um, these, these things sometimes happen.
1: Do you just go through the breathing techniques or how do you do that?
0: One of the things that people have a misapprehension about regarding meditation is that often people try it for a few weeks and then they say it's not working for me because my mind is really busy, so they stop, Uh, but actually it's the job of the mind to be busy. And so by watching the breath uh, slowly coming in and out of the nostrils, focusing on different chakras in the body, it doesn't matter if the mind is busy or not. If we practice that, some calmness comes.
1: With all the travel you do today, do you manage to get everything you want to get your day-to-day perfect
0: sure every day is perfect isn't it sometimes uh good things come sometimes not so many good things but overall uh, i'm very happy and content with my life
1: i i see
0: are you content with your life now?
1: yes i am excellent do you have any events or books that you have in the the making or plans to do
0: um, I'm just thinking now about possibly writing another book, so that's, that's kind of been a in a starting motion. And occasionally I write some blogs in Huffington Post or stuff like that. Uh, but it, I'm, it, it's really what comes. So sometimes I do things and then I wait a few weeks and then some other idea comes. So my life is much more spontaneous now.
1: Do you think being more spontaneous than structured is better or do you think it's either or? Well, I was brought up because um, I went to boarding school.
0: Uh, discipline for me is fairly straightforward. So because it, cause I understand about that, some people find discipline very difficult. Um, and some people are naturally free spirits, but they find getting things done in the world difficult. So I, th- I think there's a balance between the two. But if, if we can't meditate every day even for 15 minutes, which is only 1% of our day, then it's it's difficult to follow on the spiritual path, surely.
1: Do you have goals or do you have places you want to be in your coming period of life or how do you see that coming in the future? Or are you present or are you past or how do you see yourself?
0: I think it's more in the present. Um, In relation to goals in the world, I think they're
1: pretty well gone as, as far as I can tell. But you never know what seeds are growing within
0: us. But it's more trying to be still trying to be still inside and when that happens it's a beautiful experience when the breath is still the mind is still and then the body is still and then at that moment there are no real desires so that that i think is a description of more of our true nature uh, to be still and calm and peaceful internally but clearly the nature of the world is stressful and when we have jobs to do or families, then we have to do it, and that can be sometimes painful.
1: It is indeed, um, and also joyful. Both sides, yin and yang. Um, Before you got into this field, you had a uh, business and you wanted to earn as much money. Do you do you still have that dream or satisfaction today, or has it gone a whole different perspective?
0: No, that's that's totally gone. Um, I mean, when you stop work, you. Hmm, what you do is that you get more time and less money, uh, but no, that's, that's totally gone for me.
1: How do you go about your time now with less work? Do you meditate more? Do you practice more? Do you read? How do you... Describe us what your, your day-to-day now with a. am <laughs> <laughs> well, sitting
0: now in sunny California, um, so what do I do today? I'm going to meet someone for lunch. I'm going to walk. I'm going to meditate.
1: Does your, does your family respect th- what you're doing or is it a, a divide or how is that?
0: I don't think there's a divide. Um, I think they accept what I'm doing. They may not understand what I'm doing but I think they accept what I'm doing. Hopefully because I'm happy in my life that they're happy for that.
1: Do you wish this could be incorporated into schools and education so children can understand this at a younger age or do you feel it's, it's a discovery?
0: Well, I think that's slowly happening, isn't it? More and more people are looking to meditate themselves, and then naturally, if they're meditating, their children will see them meditating. So I think there's a a wave which has begun, and surely in some schools there's already meditation, even happening in the UK, and and surely in the US and other countries. So evolution comes, um, but I think the more adults, the more business leaders, or people of influence that meditate, then surely this will filter down into companies and then into schools. But if you're sitting quietly with with the eyes closed, we can't do harm to anybody.
1: So it can't be a bad thing to do. The world is, is changing, um, and you've probably met two of the best, I wouldn't say the best, but two spiritual masters. Um, have you learned some valuable things that you could take to your... You, if you had children or if you had a family, would you incorporate that?
0: I suppose I suppose the one thing that perhaps we all share when we work is that there's a lot of stress in life. And uh, I think that's meditation really is an antidote to stress. And whatever our profession, whatever our family life, stress is a major part of most people's lives. And stress is not natural and therefore it can give... The, Uh, troubling the body and the mind and the emotions so I
1: think that if more people meditated there would be certainly less stress what was it like with Paramahansa Pragananda blessing your book was it a blessing or how did it what was it like
0: it was a great experience because he, he had been in seclusion for quite some time and hadn't spoken and he kindly agreed to come to the book launch in London uh, to the surprise of many people, because nobody knew except for me that he would come. Um, and he kindly spoke, so um, it, was a, it was a very beautiful experience for everyone that came. And um, it was really an honour for me that he came and to, to share a little about what I'd learned from these masters and what I'd learned from other people in my life. Um, I was happy to do it.
1: Wow, excellent. If you could give one piece of advice to the people who are listening to the show, what would it be?
0: Meditate daily and don't give up in life.
1: Meditation, is there a particular meditation you recommend or is it just focus on the breath?
0: There are many forms of meditation, just as there are many forms of religion, but they all have the ultimate goal, which is to bring peace and to make us more aware of our own divinity. So, I would suggest to people they find one that is good for them uh i've enjoyed the practice of kriya yoga which Paramahamsa yogananda wrote about extensively in autobiography yogi this practice for me encompasses everything some physical movements
1: but it's all related to the breath um and even scientifically the uh, slower the breath and slower the
0: mind and when the mind is still up then we can get more intuition and perception of what our lives are and what decisions we make. Um, I think we get much more clarity, uh, but by f- focusing on the breath
1: very simply um, is it, a good way to start. Wow, that is excellent. David, thank you very much for your time and taking uh, the time to talk to us and to express your ideas, opinions, experiences and your journey to us.
0: Aaron, it's an absolute pleasure thank you. Thank you for spending the time to listen to the show. If you want to learn more, check out sanseesh.com. That's S-A-N-C-I-T dot com. Join Sanseesh group on Facebook and contact us if you have any questions. Until next time, have an awesome day and rock on.